0: You're listening to the Church Around the World podcast, significant news for Christians that will encourage and challenge you. Listen with discernment and pray. Iceland, an island nation, spans 40,000 square miles of mountains and volcanic landscapes in the North Atlantic income from traditional fishing is being replaced by tourism and hydroelectric plants. The fast-growing financial services sector triggered a financial crisis and banking collapse in 2008-2009, leading to the demise of one government. Traditional Icelandic life is under threat from the changes in the economy and the growing dispute between conservationists wanting to preserve the environment and industrialists wanting to make use of the country's natural resources. The small number of foreign immigrants in the country occasionally come into conflict with Iceland's traditionally guarded society. The Lutheran Church is recognised as the state church, but Iceland has religious freedom and evangelical believers are growing in number. However, the Lutheran Church is also suffering the same challenges as much of Europe – declining and ageing congregations, low attendance and a lack of spiritual vitality. The majority of Icelanders are Christian, but biblical Christianity and a lifestyle of following Christ are alien concepts to most citizens. Church of Scotland leaders who support the biblical definition of marriage are concerned about legal threats as the church moves towards supporting same-sex marriage. The church's General Assembly voted in favour of a motion instructing a committee to create legislation for the church to host homosexual unions. Although safeguards will be considered, some in the church said they are nervous about being sued if they or others refuse to take part. After the General Assembly's vote, the Church of Scotland's Legal Questions Committee will now begin preparing legislation and report back in 2020. In May of 2017, the Church officially backed same-sex unions after debating a report that acknowledged the Bible condemns same-sex acts but claimed scripture was framed by cultural context. Almost 7,000 people belonging to the largely Christian minority group in Kachin, northern Myanmar, have fled their houses since fighting between the army and a rebel group flared up last year. Thousands of lives have been lost and at least 120,000 people have been displaced in the decades-long conflict between Myanmar's army and the Kachin Independence Army, the KIA, since the military seized control of the country in 1962. According to a source for World Watch Monitor, civilians in the war zone are threatened to leave their house or be killed. Many houses are burnt down by the government soldiers. Majority Buddhist Myanmar is made up of eight major and eight minor ethnic groups, each of which hoped for autonomy after the nation became independent 70 years ago. But some of the world's longest-running civil wars still continue there. Myanmar has been called a deeply fractured nation on a political and especially ethnic level. The conflict zones along the country's borders are where most of Myanmar's Christians live, including the Kachin and Karen ethnic minorities, who faced years of government oppression. Christian charity Open Doors International estimates there are more than 4 million Christians in Myanmar, constituting 8% of the total population. Most of them live in Kachin, where 85% are estimated to be Christians, and in northern Shan State. Ministering to Islamic communities as a Christian convert in the continent of Africa is difficult and challenging because the local people feel that the person has betrayed the faith. Yet Christians, like Daniel, are using their creative gifts to communicate the gospel and are using oral tradition methods to connect with these people.
1: I use music in peace building and dialogue between Muslims and Christians. I have started transcribing music, the original music of that territory, you know, collecting the rhythm, collecting the chanting and documenting it, transcribing it into a book that is going to be published.
0: Daniel is passionate about peace building between these two rival faiths in the region. By transcribing the texts of the songs, he hopes to make the message resonate with a faith that does not widely use music.
1: This particular opportunity we got is going to bring about the transformation of many souls and lives and through all the transcription that I'm going to make, I believe one of my sisters or one of my brothers is going to one day sing the songs of salvation and the songs of the kingdom together with Jesus in heaven.
0: A report published by the Washington-based human rights alliance ADF International argues that the United Nations cannot strengthen, promote and protect human rights if it does not prioritize religious freedom. The report claims that some UN entities have highlighted the problems with anti-conversion laws, but other UN entities have failed to condemn them. That particular failure, the report says, is emblematic of the UN's overall failure to protect religious freedom. ADF, an international alliance of human rights groups with a focus on religious freedom, also accused the UN of turning a blind eye to laws that usually give license to extremists to persecute minority religious groups. In South and Southeast Asia, an increase in nationalism was one of the main contributors to the growing popularity of anti-conversion laws, according to ADF. Nationalist forces regard conversion from the predominant religion, Islam in Pakistan and Hinduism in India, for example, as a threat to national unity and security. Anti-conversion laws have been passed in India, Nepal, Myanmar, Bhutan, Sri Lanka and Pakistan. Nepal and Pakistan are members of the UN's Human Rights Council, but those countries are where it is most difficult to live as a Christian. You've been listening to the Church Around the World podcast. Significant news for Christians that will encourage and challenge you. For more information about the print version of this program, visit churcharoundtheworld.net. The Church Around the World podcast is brought to you by Tyndale House Publishers. Tyndale. Trusted for life.